Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I'm Scott Trout, CEO of the domestic litigation firm Cordell & Cordell. We help men deal with the life changes triggered by divorce, such as child custody and property division, among many others. But life changes also occur after divorce. These changes can make parts of your existing court order irrelevant or harder to follow. If you feel a modification to your court orders might be necessary, talk to us at Cordell & Cordell. We're a partner men can count on. Contact CordellCordell.com, 1065 East Hillsdale Boulevard, Suite 310, Foster City, California, 94404. You are listening to The Bird Calls on the Off the Glass, Nothing But Net, and Up and Under Networks. For more on your Pelicans, go to iTunes, search The Bird Calls, and subscribe today. All right, what's up, Pels fans? Welcome to another episode of The Bird Calls. This one's going to be short. We are just wrapping up the news of the day. J.J. Redick has finally uh, sat down at his press conference over the phone, uh, we should say. Uh, he'll be in New Orleans soon enough. So we just want to talk briefly about some of the comments he made, some of the comments David Griffin made. And, of course, we have to get into Zion's new shoe deal with Michael Jordan and the Jordan brand. To hear, uh, here to help me talk about all this stuff, once again, Mr. David Grubb, uh, I think we might not have ever done done this before david just the two of us and now we've done it three times in a week yeah i mean we're getting to know each other so much better it's dueling hosts <laughs> and you know it's it's awesome we, we you know it's like daffy duck and um donald duck and who frame roger rabbit man uh which one do you pick i gotta take daffy all right that's fine with me <laughs> That was my best Donald Duncan impersonation. <laughs> All right, we're already going off the rails. So let's go ahead and let's dive in with J.J. Redick. Of course, some of the stuff he said on his podcast, he echoed today. Drew Holiday is obviously someone I wanted to play with. I think his abilities on both of the side of the both sides of the court would make him better. Uh, and of course, more comments on Zion. Obviously, it's turning into uh, Duke South here with J.J. Redick and Zion and Trajan Langdon. David Griffin even mentioned something that J.J. had said on his podcast that Langdon's relationship with Reddick played a large role in him coming here. And the last thing that I'm going to mention, Grub, before we get into this, was that Reddick was the top target for the New Orleans Pelicans in free agency. Now, this is a team that had max level cap space. They were rumored to be interested in Tobias Harris and Al Horford at one time. What was your overall impression or takeaway when you read David Griffin say that J.J. Reddick was always the number one guy they wanted to get? Actually, it wasn't as surprising as I thought it would be in retrospect. Once you think about the Derek Favors deal and, you know, the amount of money that Favors was going to bring into the um, to the cap, I thought that it made a lot more sense uh, that, that Reddick would be the target. You knew you needed shooting around Zion. That was the most important thing. Um, especially, you know, also with having Lonzo and Ingram who are not noted what you do is is you 
find the best shooter available. And that was JJ Redick. And, and so it made sense to me, you know, in retrospect, if they had said that at the beginning of free agency, which Griffin obviously wouldn't have, I think it would have been a little bit more surprising. Now, obviously uh, something, you know what, let's, let's continue on in that vein. Uh, it sounds like Derek favors was not their secondary option, but obviously they had JJ Redick in mind with that, uh, with that initial cap space that they had. And of course they carved out a bit more cap space in the deal for Solomon Hill, which allowed them the space to uh, acquire Derek favors. Now they're, they're pretty much at the extent of what they can do financially. They use the remainder of Dar- uh, Darius Miller's deal to get them over the cap. So in this circumstance, David, uh, the Pelicans used all of their cap space available on these two guys, these two veterans, and now the roster is filled. It's at 15 guys. It's well-balanced with pretty much every type of player. And J.J. Redick is going to have a lot of expectation uh, both on the court and off the court as a leader, as a focal point. He, Drew Holiday, and Derek Favors are all going to shoulder that load. Are you at all nervous about these guys who haven't been with the team long term coming into the locker room and immediately stepping into that role when you've got guys like Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, who have dealt with these kind of veterans like LeBron James, who kind of just come into the locker room and immediately just shoulder that burden without, you know, taking the benefit of time of getting to know anybody and and just gradually taking that role? Well, I think what we've seen out of these veterans is that they're not pushy um when we when we talked to Derek Favors at his press conference you could tell that he he basically wants to show he's more of a shower than a talker um Drew is the same way uh you know JJ Redick will come in and again he's been on teams where he's never been the primary guy so I think he understands how to relate to players um both from the top and the bottom because he's been a successful player Early in his career, he struggled a little bit to find his niche. So there are things that he can absolutely relate to across the roster. And I think guys want to be around success. So you have great players are always self-motivated. And I think, you know, there are a lot of guys on the Pelicans who have the potential to be great. But the difference is going to be when you have those questions, when you have those veterans to go to, they're able to answer those things. They're able to show you the tricks that only veterans know. Um, And they're able to communicate to you about guys around the league, things that they've, the tendencies that they've picked up and they can reach you in ways that coaches sometimes can't because they've been through all those things. So I think you you brought in a group that's not a beat your chest group of veterans, but they're guys who are big on relationships. That's what they've all talked about in each one of their press conferences um, is about relationships and how important they are. So I think that's a big difference. You don't have anyone who's coming in as a superstar who's had a locker room to themselves and been uh, the center of the orbit. You have guys who are experienced, who've been on winning teams, who can come in and be leaders by example, more so than by being the guys who command the locker room. So you've got a a bunch of guys who behind the scenes are going to quietly teach guys how to play the game. But Josh Hart is going to be the vocal leader is what I'm hearing you say. I'm just kidding, by the way. But uh, before we press on, David, I wanted to ask you, have you had a chance yet to listen to Swin Cash's most recent podcast, She's Got Time? No, I have not. And it's in my queue. But, you know, there's just so many to listen to and getting ready for my show. It's just but, you know, uh, please enlighten me. 
No, I was just saying a lot of the comments uh, you were just making were right in line with some of the things that she was preaching uh, when she was talking about her involvement with the Pelicans. Her first overall task was building these relationships, as you were just saying. And that's something that's critical to forming this new family bond that David Griffin has been preaching from the top down to the bottom. And it sounds like that's what they're getting from Derek Favors, Drew Holiday, and J.J. Redick with uh, Josh Hart bringing the, the spark into the locker room, so to speak, as well as maybe Zion. But it, it sounds like there will be a role going forward for that vocal leader, for that fiery competitor like a Zion to maybe assume that role sooner than we all might think. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think that that, that Zion, by his nature, is, is a leader. Um, you know, you don't you can't be the best on your team and not step into that role. Uh, I think he balanced that really well at Duke because he had to. Uh, but, you know, and again, as a freshman, it's always hard to seize control of the team by yourself. Um, but. Yeah, absolutely. He has that dynamic. I think it will take some time. It's hard for any 19-year-old to come in and, and be the leader of the team. But I think that's what Griffin envisions um, for him to ultimately be the guy who who pushes this team to the places where maybe it didn't think it could go. Whereas Lonzo will be Alvin's head um, on the court, be his guy um, to run the team. Uh, Zion will ultimately be the spirit, the heart of the team. Uh, going forward, because again, Drew, as he said, there will come a time when that transition comes from Drew to the next person, and I think that there will be some grooming for Zion. And with his personality, he will be more of a, a outgoing leader. But I still don't see him as the kind of guy who, who distances himself from his team. I think he will be um, more talkative, but I think he will still want to be one of the guys as well. All right, I'm going to get you out on this, or I'll turn the tables and and. Uh, let you talk about whatever you want to talk about after this. Before we do that, uh, when the Pelicans initially signed J.J. Redick, uh, I proposed something on Twitter that was met with a lot of resistance. And I now I think a lot of people are opening their eyes to it, at least to the possibility of it. Uh, just in regarding his comments, Drew Holiday is someone I've always wanted to play with. I think his abilities on both sides of the court would only make me better. The Pelicans need spacing, uh, David, and they specifically need it with this starting group that promises to be one of the best defensive units in the NBA, but just in terms of floor spacing, you've got Derek Favors, you've got Lonzo Ball, Drew Holiday, um, you know, he's, he's, uh, I would say he's about a league average three point shooter. He did have some spurts specifically after January last year, where he did shoot a lot better and he does shoot a lot better from three point range when paired, uh, with a more natural facilitating point guard, uh, but not somebody who off the dribble, like a Damian Lillard, is going to set the world on fire. Um, and certainly not someone in the vein of a JJ Redick. Now JJ Redick gives you that punch, gives you that floor spacer, gives you that guys that makes the defenses pay attention to you and makes them spread the floor. Would you initially can you imagine a universe in which J.J. Redick perhaps starts at the three position and Brandon Ingram comes off the bench at maybe the six-minute mark and captains the second unit? I, 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 I can see it. I can see it as a possibility. Uh, I think the one thing that we all kind of feel about Brandon Ingram is you're trying to figure out if he's worth the investment long-term. And I think it's, uh, you know, psychologically, if you ask me who of the two could better deal with coming off the bench, I think it's Redick because he's done that before. He's been a reserve um, on teams. And I think that there will be minutes for him at both the, the two and the three. You saw when the Pelicans signed him, he was listed as a forward, 
um, you know, in their graphics. So I think obviously they have intentions to play him at the three. Uh, I think defensively is the challenge for JJ when he does play that position. Uh, so you, you you're going to have to have guys around him who can defend. Uh, but I could I could see it happening, and it may happen depending on matchups against certain teams, and depending on how Brandon starts the season. But I think the Pelicans want to give Brandon Ingram every opportunity to seize that starting job, uh, and and see where where JJ. I, I mean, JJ is going to get his 25 minutes every night. I don't think he'll get 30 like he did in Philly last year because of his age. But he's going to get his 25 minutes a night, and it'll probably be split amongst the the shooting guard and the small four positions. Yeah, definitely. Th- there's going to be a lot of experimentation for Alvin Gentry, who's got a, a nicely deep roster with 15 players who can all conceivably play in the NBA right now. And he's got the benefit of going as slowly as he wants with guys like Jackson Hayes and Nikhail Alexander-Walker. Uh, we've got a quote from Zion Williamson. This is via Nick DePaula. He says, I feel incredibly blessed to be part of the Jordan brand family. Since I was a kid, I dreamed of making it to the league and having the type of impact on the game Michael had and continues to have today. He was one of those special athletes I looked up to. Michael said, Zion's incredible determination, character, and play are inspiring. He's an essential part of the new talent that will help us lead the brand into the future. He told us he would shock the world and asked us to believe him. We do. David, the most important of these quotes is obviously the last one. Zion plans to shock the world. And obviously, this is a guy uh, full of confidence, also with humility, a hardworking guy, a guy who's going to put in the work. He's going to be a team player. But when you hear him say that he's going to shock the world, what does that mean to you? And how soon do you think he can do that? I think he's heard the criticism as of late about his body type, um, about people saying that he avoided summer league and that he's avoiding uh, Team USA. And I think he wants he has something to prove. And I think there I think he also you know understands that there are a lot of people who feel like he's a one dimensional physical freak and rather than a total basketball player. So he does have things in his mind that he wants to prove um, and, and to let the world know that he is a basketball player, first and foremost, and not just an athlete. Uh, when you look at what the Jordan brand, you know, you've seen the ups and downs with that brand. You know, its initial class was a great one. You know, you go back to the Eddie Jones and Ray Allen and those types of players. But then over the years, they've been, you know, trying to find that real face of the brand. And, uh, you know, the irony of it being a Duke guy right now um, for Michael Jordan uh, is very funny uh, to me. But at the same time, if you're going to hit your wagon to somebody, especially in a, in, a, in, a, in a world where there are fewer and fewer sneaker endorsements, uh, and signature shoes being given out to players. Then Zion, to me, you know, the motivation, the unique skill set, the personality, and and I think just the timing, the timing of the fact that you're you're going into a league now where LeBron is 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 soon to be gone. You know, and I'm not pushing him out the door, but he's you know 34 years old. Kevin Durant's on the plus side of 30. Steph Curry's on the plus side of 30. So you're going to start seeing those guys who've held the league up over the last few years start moving on. He can step into that spot with where the Giannis's are, where the Damian Lillard's are, who's also getting near 30, where, you know, where the Anthony Davis's are. He has that ability to do that. And with his personality, he can jump past all of them as long as he's getting success on the court. This year, I think we should have modest but reasonable expectations. I, I pick somewhere between 16 and 18 points, seven boards, 
and, you know, a couple assists and maybe a block and a half for Zion this year. And I think that's fair for him um, considering the talent around him. But I think by year three, when he's figured those things out, like a counter move in the post, when he's, when he learns where to pull up for his jumper and when to shoot the three and things like that, um, how to get to the line effectively over and over again, when he starts learning those veteran moves, then yeah, there is no limit um, outside of his work ethic for his, um, for what he can be in the NBA. I'm Scott Trout, CEO of the domestic litigation firm Cordell & Cordell. We help men deal with the life changes triggered by divorce, such as child custody and property division, among many others. But life changes also occur after divorce. These changes can make parts of your existing court order irrelevant or harder to follow. If you feel a modification to your court orders might be necessary, talk to us at Cordell & Cordell. We're a partner men can count on. Contact CordellCordell.com, 1065 East Hillsdale Boulevard, Suite 310, Foster City, California, 94404. Yeah, some of the names that come to mind. Uh, I actually worked at Jordan Brand event at the All-Star Game. Uh, I have a pair of uh, Black History Month, I want to say 2014s, uh, and I got some CP3s uh, from the event because Michael Jordan, I, I'm sure everybody probably knows this story, but Michael Jordan and a lot of the guys who work directly under him, whenever uh, they come across friends or uh, people they meet, they want to see everybody wearing their product. So they were actually very kind to us and they gave everybody working the event uh, a pair of Air Jordans to to wear. And I also got some Jordan uh, sweatpants, some Jordan a Jordan shirt. Uh, but I remember from that event, some of the guys uh, who dropped by were Andre Drummond, uh, Chris Paul, Jimmy Butler, Blake Griffin. They had some Russell Westbrooks there, but I don't remember seeing him. But anyway, it was a big event. It was right across from Madison Square Garden. I want to say it was 2014, maybe 2013. But anyway, those are the, some of the guys that I remember uh, being sponsored by Nike and having an agreement with them. But like you said, a highly intelligent guy, great name, super charming, and like you said, athletic freak. Uh, Nike could have done worse than to lock this guy up long term. We have no idea what the numbers are as of yet. I would imagine they're substantial. It's in the six figures. I mean, seven yeah. figures, easy. You know, so it's, it's, yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah. I mean, I would just you know, I think you know, when you talk about the guys who they've had recently, Carmelo, uh, like I said, Blake Griffin, Jimmy Butler, Chris Paul. The difficulty in selling any of those guys, because it's not it's not your accomplishments on the court that sell sneakers only. There are a lot of great players who don't move shoes. Um, it's about do people like you <laughs> and all of those other guys that you mentioned um, outside of Blake Griffin's early part of his career. Everybody kind of like, you know, thought he was funny and everything. Um there's not a lot of relation with the rest of those guys. They seem, you know, distant from you. Zion is is already, you know, kids love Zion. Moms love Zion. You know, basketball heads love Zion. Casual fans love Zion. And I think, you know, that alone will get him into so many doors, that genuine personality, that that effusive smile. And, you know, I think there's there's a there's part of a teddy bear um, you know, just attraction to him, like a gentle giant. And I, I, that that makes him so accessible that he's not only going to move a lot of shoes, but, you know, the, the merchandise with his, his shirts, whatever else he's got that he's going to sell. If he's selling, you know, Oreo double stuffs, they're going to be going off the, the off the shelves quickly. Oreo double stuffs. <laughs> 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 is that not I, a perfect match though because he's gonna be double stuffed <laughs> that's just you know, not get that first. man some cookies call the right now 
Oh man, uh, that was that caught me off guard. Uh, I was thinking back to the to the mentions. I think it was Charles. Oh, Kendrick Perkins had that tweet yesterday about uh, him needing to sign up with USA Basketball because he needed to get in shape. Uh, first of all, uh, Kendrick Perkins would be one to know, as he probably hasn't shown up to uh, a training camp in shape probably across his career. But uh, Oreo Double Stuff is definitely a partnership that needs to happen. We've got Anthony Davis with Ruffles, Why Not Zion, and Double Stuffed Oreos. We're gonna wrap it up here we went a little bit longer than we said we were going to which is free content for you guys and david the floor is yours anything you want to you want to just diatribe about before we get out of here yeah the whole zion and skipping team usa thing you know i think he made a mature decision the franchise has done is doing right by him he's going to have several opportunities to play for team usa if things go as as expected um i think the most important thing for him because we're talking about training camp creeping up very quickly we're you know two months away from training camp there's a lot of work that has to be done for zion one of the things i i always say about him is that he, he's coming into the nba country strong you know that natural strength that that some people just have but to endure 82 games, you've got to have a completely different type of fitness. And I think for him to, to spend this time in New Orleans and work on that, be prepared to help his teammates here, is going to be so much more important for his development. And I think that was a very mature decision on his part. And um, I think it, it bodes well for the upcoming season. All right, you guys, you've been listening to The Bird Calls. I'm your host, Preston Ellis. Of course, you've got David Grubb here, Hard in the Paint, less than two weeks away. August 5th is going to be that launch date. Make sure that you follow Hard in the Paint. Follow David at DM Grubb. Uh, of course, we want to give another shout-out to Angie Thomas on a separate podcast. Make sure you guys check that one out as well. We had a great time talking to her. And, of course, go to thebirdrights.com. Check out recent work by Ben, uh, incredibly in-depth. I think his first article was 3,000 words. Uh, you've got Mike DeLeo has been killing it for us. Of course, you've always got work by ollie and david and others so make sure to support that retweet and share this if you guys have the time five star rating on itunes uh david parting shots we're gonna wrap it up uh what's left on your mind um not much just listen to go august 5th listen to my show that's that's all i want people to do please listen to the show it'll also be podcast the guys at the bird rights will will support it as well so you'll probably be able to find content from it there um, I just think it's, it, you know, Pelicans fans, this is this is partially your show. You made this happen. Uh, so I'm talking directly to you. Please come over and follow us and, and listen. And I think it'll be a good time. All right, you guys. Thanks so much for visiting with us. And let's dance. Thank you for listening to The Bird Calls on the Off the Glass, Nothing But Net, and Up and Under podcast networks. If you like what you're hearing, please take a moment to rate us on iTunes, retweet, share with your friends, and most importantly, subscribe today. Let's consider the secret life of the innermost nesting doll. Living most of her life in the dark inside the other nesting dolls, she has plenty of time to think, if she could. Sadly, she has no brain. However, when an innermost nesting doll hears that Geico not only saves people money, but also has been providing great service for over 75 years, she thinks it's obvious you should switch. Because yes, switching to Geico is a no-brainer. Pity the innermost nesting doll and her lot in life. Let's consider the secret life of the innermost nesting doll. 
Living most of her life in the dark, inside the other nesting dolls, she has plenty of time to think, if she could. Sadly, she has no brain. However, when an innermost nesting doll hears that Geico not only saves people money, but also has been providing great service for over 75 years, she thinks it's obvious you should switch. Because yes, switching to Geico is a no-brainer. Pity the innermost nesting doll and her lot in life.